0: You're listening to Crypto at the Ferrum Roundtable, made for the people who want to make the most out of their crypto journey with the mission of breaking down barriers to mass adoption of blockchain technology. This podcast is brought to you by the folks at Ferrum Network. All information in this podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided in this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other advice.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Meet the Ferrum Team. Please meet Nathan. Nathan's the Crypto Incubation Advisor here at Ferrum Network. Um, Hey Nathan, how are you doing? I'm one of them. I'm one of them. (laughs) What's up Ferrum
2: fam? Good to be here today.
1: Brilliant. Um, Nathan, please introduce yourself um, and if you could just give us a little bit of a
2: background, um, you know, how you got into crypto. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Nathan Kores, uh, originally from the US. I've actually lived abroad in Vietnam for the last seven years, um, done a bit of traveling. So I'm one of the uh, the kind of the wayward Ferrum team members. Uh, so love being, love be the one of the benefits of working in this industry is being able to be remote, so can uh, continue to do uh, do travel and uh, enjoy that side of life while being able to to bring some value to the Ferrum team and uh, work with some of the awesome projects that we've got uh, in our inner incubation advisory pipeline here. Uh, over at farm so um in terms of how i got into crypto uh i got uh pulled into the hype train back in 2017 right at the very end of the bull market um and uh unfortunately i didn't understand crypto well enough at the time so when the the uh bear market came and we had the the giant correction and the crash i was like oh it was a fad it's all over and uh kind of neglected things for for the last few years after that so um Fortunately, though, got back into crypto. I, 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 one of my friends who's an entrepreneur was making videos on a bunch of different stuff business wise. And one of the things he did back in, we've been probably it would have been around uh, November, December 2020, he's made a couple of videos on some of the, it was kind of when all the the decks, the pancake swap clones were going nuts. And he was making videos on, you know, 5,000% APY. And that got my attention and got me back into crypto, got me started, uh, uh, watching uh, some YouTube videos, and I was I was uh, sold at that point. I went all in, and pretty much every waking hour, I wasn't at my job in Vietnam. I was studying and investing in crypto, and that led me around uh, through the the Degen phase of chasing uh, yields across different uh, uh, pancake swap clones to all sorts of different uh, DeFi plays, and into Ferrum eventually. Um, and then uh, that guess that kind of leads into to how I eventually became a firm employee uh, originally i was an firm investor first um, and with covid uh, in in 2021 uh the lockdowns in vietnam got very extreme i got locked in my house for about five months which was okay with me it gave me more time to study crypto <laughs> so um i got got paid to stay at home and do nothing for, for for four months so i was like well great great opportunity to go full-time studying crypto um got on as an investor in Farum and then eventually uh you know i was let go from my job I decided to, to move out of vietnam was looking for jobs back in the us and uh, i thought hey uh you know i've seen ian uh, our, our, our uh, CEO or the co-founder uh, in a lot of these chats. And I, he's super active. And I couldn't believe that the, you know, the CEO of, of the company was so active in Telegram himself rather than you know having a community moderator in there. And I really liked that about him. I liked what Faram did. It was one of my favorite projects I was invested in. I said, hey, what the heck? When I, uh, I fired off a, a resume to him, sent him a, a, a message on, on uh, Telegram, we set up an interview and the rest is history. Uh, I started out originally on the sales team saw the need for, for help on the incubation side of things. With my background in business, uh, I've had a few of my own small, small businesses in the past and, and uh, worked in um, management and marketing for, for, for businesses in a variety of industries, both in the US and abroad. So it was, it was a good fit to, to come on as a, uh, an advisor here on the uh, incubation advisor team for Fairham.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. That's super cool. Like the story is actually great. Um, <laughs> and you know, like th- you've actually touched on the, the next question, which is, uh, how did you end up joining that forum? But we've yep. uh, pretty much got that um, covered. But what's actually extremely, I think, um, uh, interesting. And I think everyone in the community wants to hear more about, um, is, what is your like day-to-day kind of job like what do you do when you work with um incubated projects how does it
2: work what's the yeah, operation um, like yeah absolutely so um uh, i kind of have uh, well three main things that i do uh, within the the incubation team here um one would be screening new projects so uh that's a big part of the process to get somebody is on the onboarding, um, You know, starting with an introduction on Telegram, usually uh, digging through their white paper, their pitch deck, their website, if they have it, their uh, Twitter, their Telegram, really getting to do a deep dive on the project, sitting through a call with the founders, uh, getting their pitch um, and seeing if they're a good fit for, for our advisory services, right? So that's a big part of what I do is, is screening new projects that come in. Um, I'm also a project manager over for the, the incubation and advisory teams. Um, I guess it's, it's one team, uh, kind of two, two, two uh, different types of incubation, right? Full advisory versus light advisory. But anyways, um, so a project manager, I work with a lot of our gaming projects, uh, some of our, our uh, DeFi projects, um, and that's just kind of handling the day-to-day, walking them through the process from start to finish, the various aspects that we help projects with, whether that be uh, you know working with you, bringing you in on the marketing and helping them do some marketing activities, whether internally with Ferrum or connecting them to third-party marketing services, um, you know, guiding them through tokenomics, through uh, connecting them to investors, to to launch pads, to market makers, uh, working them through start to finish for the whole process from from early stage to TGE and beyond. So that's a big part of it. Project managing, getting to know the projects, getting to know the founders, working with them on a a day-to-day and a week-to-week basis, sitting in all the meetings setting up meetings for them with other VCs for funding, things of that nature. Um, And then the other side is kind of similar to screening new projects is bringing on new strategic partnerships. So, um, you know, working in different alpha groups with uh, other VCs, making new connections to uh, other uh, VCs or strategic partners, whether that be, you know, third-party marketing agencies, as we mentioned, PR companies, uh, market makers, uh, we're talking to exchange teams, uh, with you know, places like KuCoin or Gate uh, or their subsequent investment arms. Uh, you know Building out the Ferrum ecosystem, finding strong strategic partners that we can bring in as part of our advisory role, whether that be from a uh, fundraising point of view, uh, someone else that's bringing a strategic value in another aspect of the, the incubation process, uh, and, and those kind of partnerships. So those are three main aspects that I work with, and then also a little bit on uh, kind of the, the inside process of internally the structure for our, our incubation and advisory program. So building out some of the tools that we use internally to help make sure we deliver a, a, um, uh, end to end, happy experience, uh, for not only for, you know, for all of the Ferrum, uh, holders out there when they get access to the, the company, making sure they have a, a successful launch, but we want it to be a good experience for the, um, you know the projects that we're working with as well. Um, gotta be a win-win win for everybody.
1: that's that's cool. And um you know, like I'm listening to you, and I think that you are probably one of the most important people um, to our community because you are the one um, as well, you know uh, uh, amongst <laughs> the um, the team obviously. but um you know you 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 select the projects as well. you screen them, you you give your opinion. Right.
2: Well, certainly it's a, it's a team effort. I wouldn't go so far to say that I'm that important, but.
1: <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I, uh, but, you know, it's like this kind of department within within Ferrum Network. And um, what can you tell us a little bit, actually, because I think the community is going to be quite curious about that. Um, how do you do that? What's the screening process? So um, what uh, what uh, boxes projects need to um, basically we need to tick, um before we sign them on?
2: Yeah, sure. And, and to be clear, it's, it's a team effort. You know, we've got two mm-hmm. guys on our, our incubation team that, that do mo- the majority of the basic screening. Um, and, and then if If they get past the initial screening, if they check a few of the right basic boxes, we'll sit a meeting with them. And that meeting is where we can really get to know the the project better. Some of the things we're looking for, um, obviously, they need to uh, check the box, the basics of a strong team. They need to have core fundamentals within their tokenomics and their token utility. Um, They need to have a a real use case. Um, They need to have a purpose for... Uh, a token launch right their token needs to have real utility there's lots of good businesses out there not all of them need to be tokenized uh, you know at least certainly not at, at, the, at the current stage of adoption for crypto um so we got to make sure that there this is a project that's not only a good business model but has a purpose for for having a token not just having a token for the sake of having a token and doing a money grab or a, a fundraising because there's plenty of those projects out there so um we take it past the, the basic due diligence um Uh, If they have some other good strategic partners on board, they've got some good traction, uh, you know, on social media, you know, they're, they're headed in the right direction. Um, then we'll bring in the rest of the team. We'll bring Ian on board. Uh, we'll bring in uh, Nick Odio and, 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 and Nick Hellman. And the four of us will usually try and have a call with the, the team, um, which will be you know, the second call that we've had with them. Um, and then we'll talk internally. What are the pros? What are the cons? We'll look at their vesting schedule. Does it make sense for us? Um, is this a project that is going to do well in the current market conditions? There's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, sometimes we'll even bring in our, our, uh, our governance committee. Um, you know, We really trust those guys. Uh, they're they're a very savvy group of investors. So if we're if we're as an incubation team on the on the on the fence. Uh, about a, a number of projects um you know because we do have limited bandwidth in terms of how many people we can incubate um you know we'll, we'll take it to the the governance committee and get a vote from them and and let them weigh in on, on the pros and cons and the advantages they see with projects as well so uh, it's really a collaborative effort I'm kind of maybe just the the uh the first wave of uh, that they uh, they got to get past to to get into the rest of the team but at the end of the day it's not not my sole decision which is a good thing um you know it's good to get the, the most size possible on it but uh, we have to get through the first round of due diligence so that we're not, you know, we can't, we can't take every single project to all four, you know, all four or five people on the incubation team into the GC just don't have time for that. So there is a, the, a level of screening that um, myself and other project, project manager will do before we get to that, to that level and bring in other people. Okay. Well, thank you
1: for giving us the insight, um, you know, what happens at Ferrum um, on the backstage really before the projects are actually rolled out to to our community um, to invest in. That's, um, I think, I think like I was personally very curious about that. How does it actually work? So thank okay. you so much for this. And um, uh, can you just remind us uh, how long you've actually been working at Ferrum for?
2: Uh, I came on full-time with Ferrum in uh, end of September, beginning of October. I think it was beginning of October. Uh, officially uh last year so cool. that's what november december january february uh now into march so just about six months nice well in in
1: crypto space that's like five ten years you know so right so that's right yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's great and um so in this time what do you think was uh, the most significant moment for you at Faram? like what's your biggest win at Faram so far what are you proud
2: of Anytime I can add value to to the team and give back to to Ferum and to the farm community, uh, that that always makes me happy. It makes me proud. Um, you know, I, I, as you mentioned, I've been with the company for for six months now. Um, you know, I've only really been full on in crypto for a little over a year, um, and I'm coming into a very experienced team. You know people that are OGs uh, in, in the space in a number of ways. You know, we've got brilliant uh, dev minds on on the farm team. We've got uh, brilliant minds that understand all aspects of crypto are extremely well connected to anybody and everybody, you know, major, uh, you know, top 100 projects um, and just being able to to come into that that team anytime i can offer value really makes me feel less out of place like feel a little bit more like i belong you know (laughs) so yeah anytime i can i can um you know get positive feedback from one of our our projects that we're incubating um, and feel that i'm giving value back to ferrum that's that's a big win for me nice
1: very nicely put that. Perfect. Um, and uh, Nathan, what do you think? Because obviously we're working on a lot of different things. There's there's plenty of different initiatives mm-hmm. from the Mainers and Crucible that we're working on um, uh, through, you know, the projects that we're incubating. What are you most excited about for the coming months?
2: In the short term, um, I'm very excited to see. Well, for me, I mean, I know that the, the Crucible is going to be huge. Uh, that we're coming out with the the Infinity Dex is going to be awesome. Both of those are going to add a ton of utility to the FARM token. Being on the incubation team, um, I'm very excited to see the token vesting tool that we're working on come out. Um, you know that that's going to add an, an a, another layer of not only utility but um, one of the things that made Ferrum so exciting for me as an investor originally was getting access to presales. Um, but the backside of that is keeping track of that can be a giant mess. <laughs> Justin, the you know uh, the, the opportunities that we've had over the last you know nine months or so that I've been an investor and a team member with Ferrum I've got so many different, uh, uh, you know, had so many different opportunities to get invested in pre-sales. It's a lot to keep track of. So, I'm very excited to see that tool roll out. And, man, and just one more thing that it's going to make it easier for the Ferrum community to get involved in these pre-sales and keep track of that stuff. And we've already got eliminated the first-come, 1st first serve stuff. Uh, we've already eliminated the, you know, the gas force um, that a lot of other, you know, pre-launch and IDO type. Uh, projects have so we're we're, we're we're day by day taking more and more steps to make it make the process of having these amazing opportunities to get involved in these pre sales with some really you know tier one type companies and making it easier, making it more convenient, um, make it more accessible to the average person. You know to have really, I don't truly have the opportunity to, ch- to to change their life from a financial Great. perspective. And
1: yeah, well that's that's incredibly important, obviously. So that's great. Um and uh, currently, obviously we know Ferrum is the number one project for all of us, and we extremely, yeah. extremely um bullish on that one. But um what else? Uh, what other projects um currently um you've got your eyes on? What do you think is interesting and uh, quite exciting to to watch and to observe?
2: Well, I'm sure the uh, the mainnet drum for FARM has been beaten over and over again by everybody that's been on these calls, but I definitely got to... I mean, that's not going to be short-term. It's got a little ways where that's going to be ready yet, but I'm super, super excited to, to see that come out. I mean, not only just for Ferrum and the Ferrum community, because that's really going to... Now, right now, I think most of the people, the Ferrum token holders are in it because of the pre-sales um, and look at Ferrum as primarily as an incubator. But at, at our core, we are a tech company and you know that's gonna start to, to be more more uh, obvious to, to the, the token holders and to the market in general, as we roll out the Crucible, as we roll out the vesting tool, as we roll out the infinity decks. But really when the mainnet hits, like that's gonna, it's gonna completely change things. And the perception uh, of what Ferrum is as, as a company at its core, right? We're still gonna have the incubator. We're still gonna be working with human on projects and bringing these great opportunities to, to the market but um the 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 token utility it's going to bring in and the the value to, to crypto as a whole um and, and the i mean it really is going to be revolutionary when we can have true interoperability through the Fair net so very very excited for that um uh, and i'm sure that drum's been been beat a thousand times before um with uh, with uh, the, the other team members that have been in these interviews. Uh, but in terms of projects that, that I'm excited about, there's a, a ton of stuff going on in the, the crypto space. Um, I mean, it moves faster than any other industry. There's, there's a new project every day that gets me excited. Um, but in terms of, of products or incubating that we can, we can announce so far, because there's a lot of, there's some very exciting things that are still in stealth mode that we haven't been able to announce yet, but, uh, yeah. the one that's coming up closest, they just sent out emails. Uh, so hopefully everybody watching has had a chance to go and register for, for Moxie club, extremely excited to, to get, uh, a Moxie, um, out, out there, um, and rolling and work with those guys. Uh, their team is literally an all-star of you know, who, who, who's who have created the, the entire video game space. And I, I grew up playing video games as a kid and and they literally uh, created most of my favorite games <laughs> growing up. So um, it's been awesome to work with those guys, meet some of the guys behind some of my, my favorite uh, childhood uh, video games I played growing up and really excited to see their their product coming out. They just sent out a big email yesterday announcing Moxie Club officially opening March 31st and the TGE happening in April. So really excited to see that uh, come to fruition. And to see what they can do once they actually get out and start executing on the on the plan that they've been, been working on for years now
1: nice that's amazing and so we've discussed your you know the way the way you actually start working in crypto how you actually got into crypto um what's your role at ferrum what um what you're excited about um at ferrum and beyond as well um now the final question what would you say what advice you'd give to someone who's just starting their crypto journey
2: yeah that's a great question. Um, the thing that I think people come to crypto in general with the hope of that you know they get they get caught up uh, with all the the hype of the get rich quick schemes but that taken into consideration it really is an opportunity of a lifetime, um, more than a generation of multiple generations to completely change their life from a financial perspective. Um, you know this is literally the creation of not only new forms of currency but new forms of infrastructure anything to do with tech anything to do with finance in the next in the coming decades is going to be on blockchain um, you know so as much as people look and go "Oh, i should have bought bitcoin you know t- t- in 2012 and i'd be here 2013 and i'd be you know a billionaire by now whatever that it, it's still very very early um, it's more accessible than anything else has ever been in the history of the world. Um, you don't need to be super well connected. You don't need to be um, you know, super rich to get started in crypto and to make you know, significant life-changing money in crypto. And all the information is available to you, you know, through YouTube, through um, you know, Telegram groups, Twitter, Reddit. Um, so for anyone that wants to take the initiative to, to learn about crypto, to start investing, to start, you know, getting a job in, in crypto, so to, to to educate themselves and and look for a project they can work with. Um, there really is an opportunity that we you know we certainly have never seen in our lifetime. Um, and to an extent, has never been accessible before in the world, just due to the the availability of information and. Um, the massive changes to infrastructure and finance that, and technology that we're gonna see in the, in the coming decades with with, with crypto. So um, message anybody getting started out with crypto, it's daunting when you first get into it. You're gonna hear all sorts of buzzwords and tech terms you've never heard of before. I was lost when I got started doing this. I had no idea what any of this stuff was. Fortunately, there's a lot of really good resources out there. Find some YouTube channels that you enjoy watching. Um, There's YouTube channels for traders. There's YouTube channels for education on a lot of the basic stuff that's out there in crypto. There's so many resources. Um, If you just devote an hour to a day to to learning about the space, um, you'll find a niche within crypto that really fascinates you. um, And and you can run with it and become an expert in a a relatively short period of time. This is not an industry where... You know the experts in the industry have been studying it for fifty years uh, because it hasn't existed for that long. So the opportunity is there. If if you're if you're excited about crypto, um, you know, start studying. Find a niche that that, that excites you. It Could be DeFi. It could be and even within DeFi, there's a hundred you know segments of DeFi. Um, you could start trading. You could start doing, uh, you know, if you're a coder. Um, and start learning one of the 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 languages they use: Solidity, Rust, uh, Wasm. Uh, you know that's used primarily in a lot of a lot of these crypto projects. There's a, a giant uh, uh, need for for developers that can can use those languages. And they may you know the, there's not a lot of developers that know those languages. So there's just so many different opportunities in, in so many different sectors uh, within crypto. So um, you know if you don't like what you're doing in your job, start studying crypto at night on the weekends. You know. Uh, it, within a, in a matter of a couple months, you could find yourself working in the industry. Um, so yeah, I think it's a fantastic opportunity. Just don't, don't let, don't let the expansiveness of it, uh, uh daunt you at first, just bit by bit, uh, yeah, eat that elephant a bite at a time.
1: Love it, so inspirational. Honestly, that's great. I think we're actually going to cut this video, you know, the the, the last question basically, and keep it also <laughs> separate as like you know what to do, what to do when you just start in crypto, um, to get you motivated and inspired. Well, Nathan, um, that's uh, pretty much all of my questions that I've had so far today. Awesome. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. It was a pleasure, um, Tom.
2: Thank you for setting Thanks. this up and uh, thank you Ferrum fam for believing in Ferrum for investing in Ferrum. I promise that the best is yet to come. You haven't seen nothing yet. Nice. And what's your Twitter handle? Can you remind us? Uh, it's at frmnate. So at frmnate.
1: Perfect. And the link um, to um, Nate's um, Twitter profile is going to be in the description as well. So guys go and follow. Thank you very
2: much, Nathan. Thank you. Cool. Take care, guys.
0: Ferrum Network is a pioneer in ushering in the era of interoperability 2.0. Ferrum Network's mainnet nodes and related infrastructure will bring value, data, and functional interoperability to every chain in the industry. Ferrum also specializes as a multi-chain blockchain-as-a-service DeFi company, adding deflationary mechanisms, token utility, and advisory services to projects across the crypto space.